God Conversations with Tanya Harris. So let me ask you that question. What does God sound like? <laughs> well, you know, thunder, lightning. <laughs> Mother Teresa, someone asked her, when did God speak to you? And she said, whenever he wants. So essentially, the Bible is a collection of God conversations, if you like. I had a vision of a car accident, and I'm sitting on the couch thinking, why have I just seen this? How could I know if God was speaking to me? How could I know that that dream or that thought was actually just me thinking about, oh, I just had some bad pizza? Jesus said we'd recognize his voice. It was never meant to be a one-way conversation. Most of the time when we ask God to speak to us, we steer the conversation towards the questions that we have, the things that we need. Lord, should I take this job? Should I buy this house? Should I marry this person? God is interested in those issues, but he's looking for something more. His heart is the intimacy of relationship. That means he is likely to speak about the areas of our heart that we would probably rather not talk about. What does it mean to get up close and personal with the Holy Spirit? Hi, and welcome to episode 58 of the God Conversations podcast. My name is Tanya Harris, and I'm a pastor, speaker, and founder of this ministry that equips you to recognize and respond to God's voice. Well, welcome to the podcast today. It's an unusual season as I'm making this podcast. We've been in lockdown under COVID-19 restrictions for quite a few months now here in Australia, and it has been an odd time. Many of the supporters of the ministry have asked, well, what, are you, what have you been up to, Tanya? You can't travel, you can't go anywhere, no churches are meeting, and it's, it has been a really odd time. But actually, in some ways, for us as a ministry, it's felt like a time to consolidate and also to really spend time working on a number of writing projects that have been on our hearts. And we're actually super excited to get those out, perhaps sooner than what we had planned for. So it feels like a period of acceleration for us. I, I just know, I'm a, I have conviction in my spirit from the beginning of this season that God is always working and that whatever we're going through, that we should be looking at, well, the Holy Spirit, what are you doing in this season in my life and how can I cooperate with it? In spite of all the disappointments that we face, I think it's really important to ask those questions because God hasn't stopped working. But it's great to have you on the podcast today because I have a very special guest. He's come all the way from Denmark. Well, actually, he's in the middle of transition. He's just moved back to Australia from Denmark. His name is Andy Wallace. He is a minister. He's a prophetic voice. He likes to go into churches, which he's been doing all over Europe for the past 15 years and stirring them up a little bit so that the Holy Spirit finds a central place in people's lives. So it's a great pleasure to have Pastor Andy Wallace on the podcast. Welcome, Andy. Thank you so Fantastic much for having me. Fantastic to have you here. And... Back in the country. Welcome home. It's exciting to be home. Yeah. Well, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? A little bit about the Andy Wallace God Conversation story. Yes. Well, uh, as you said, my name is Andy Wallace. I was uh, born again at the age of six years old at Stanwell Tops up there. The Lord came and he, uh, I gave my life to Jesus at an altar call and I uh, Cried like a baby for, for two hours. I don't know what a six-year-old cries about, I don't, but the weight of the world got off me and that was a real, yeah. um, that was my first touch, I would say, from God. When I was 12 years old, I, uh, I went to a, a charismatic church, became a part of a charismatic church in city of Sydney. 
Uh, my brother was pastoring there and there was a mighty move of God happening there. And uh, I remember going through, I don't know if people remember the fire tunnels, <laughs> but I went through, a, all the pastors were standing on each side and they were praying for people and uh, believing for a baptism of the Holy Spirit. I remember going through as a 12-year-old and uh, just getting slain. And uh, I tell people now, you know, I probably never came out of that. I'm still in there somewhere. So you have a real love for the Holy Spirit, would you say, Andy? Yeah. I love the move of the Holy Spirit. I remember sitting there as a 12-year-old just looking out over this auditorium and there there was a lot of strange things happening. I'm, I'm sure it wasn't all God. I'm sure that people were doing their own interpretations of things. Um, but I could just really sense that there was a freedom in the place and a, and a peace even yeah. um, that I realised, wow, I, this is the closest thing that I've seen to to heaven. Yeah. And I, I remember, I don't know if God was speaking to me, but I was definitely speaking to him about, God, if you would use me, I'll, I'll take this around the world. Yeah. Which people, is what you've people been need doing, to do isn't that. it? Yeah. And, you know, you're very, you're very passionate about hearing from God. Yeah. You're very passionate about being a prophetic ministry. What does that look like for you? How do you hear from God? Uh, Well, I think one of the things that clicked with me, I was reading in uh, Colossians 1 verse 16 where it says, uh, for by him all things were created, both in the heavens and on earth, visible and invisible, uh, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authority, all things have been created through him and for him. So I realised that God has created every little bit of me to be a receptor or, or to, to join me in the conversation. Um, I think when we think, oh, the voice of God, we're thinking about an audible voice. We're thinking about the language that we speak. Well, he's got to speak to me in English. He's got to use words. But God is communicating with me in every way possible because that's who I was created to be. I was created for this God conversation. It's so true, isn't it? Because God can use anything to mm. speak. I often laugh about Balaam being spoken to from a donkey because, you know, he was being stubborn, which is ironic, isn't it? But just the, so what would you say, how would you say that you normally hear from God then? Obviously the Word of God, the Bible, I I love my, I love the Word of God and I love to read it until it's, I can sense it's starting to read me. You know, in Hebrews it says that uh, the Word of God is, is alive and active. And so I think we need to understand that when we're reading our Bibles, that thing is alive. That thing is getting into our spirits. That thing is uh, diagnosing us. That thing is is assessing us more than we're assessing it. And the Holy Spirit loves the Word of God. And so often when I'm, I'm reading my scripture, something will move me. It, you know the difference. You're reading the Bible and then you, you're moved. And um, so that's, that's a key way that I'm hearing from God. Another is dreams and visions. Uh, which is such an important part in, in, in the New Testament, um, that's, a, that's a major way, if not the major way, that yeah. God is speaking to his people both day and night, yeah. and both male and female, yeah. young and old, whether you're awake or you're asleep, the Lord is speaking to you. Um, everyone can understand, you know, dreams. Everyone's had a dream, I suppose. Uh, for me, visions, people ask me more about that it's a little bit more uh, mystical. What's that? Well, that's basically just a dream while you're awake. You know, we've all been to school and 
kind of zoned out as the teacher was talking. And what we were doing as we were looking out the window is we were daydreaming. And God uses that as a, uh, as a major way that he's speaking to us. He's often sharing his thoughts with us. And uh, I love it. So what does that look like for you, Andy? So uh, let me think of an example. How did God speak to you about moving back to Australia from Denmark? You've been there for 15 years. You've got yep. five kids. It's a massive move to yep. come back to Australia in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. How did, how did God speak about that? Well, that's a funny story. We, we were giving our three-year-old daughter a bubble bath and she starts singing, um, it's time to go to grandma, it's time to go to grandma, in Danish, obviously. And grandma's in Australia. And grandma's in Australia. And um, we both felt a bit of God on it. You know, um, it says my sheep know my voice. And so we don't always know where it's going to come from or who's going to say it. But when he says it. What made you think your three-year-old singing a song was God's voice? That's a pretty radical, that's pretty cool. That's a random thing for her to be saying, isn't it? I mean, I I expect that that my children are hearing from God, you know, their little uh, priest and priestess in, in our house. And when we're praying, we're praying together and I'm, I, I know that I don't have the full understanding of what's going on. And, and uh, oh, these kids, they're some of the clearest channels. They're mo- some of the most pure expressions. So how did you know the difference between her singing that song and her singing about Sesame Street? There was a quickening in my spirit. <laughs> there was yeah. a quickening in my yeah. spirit. There was a peace on it. There was a, oh, yeah. wow, this could be God. And I suppose the next thing to do is act on that and see if that's true. And for us, that was uh, checking that all the passports were valid. So then how did your (laughs) wife and Hannah and yourself go? I think, again, that's a pretty big step. Did God speak to you again or was it just something you felt moved, really moved to do? We felt moved to believe this as this could well be God. And the first step the first practical step because I'm always like, what do you do with it? Yeah. If it's God, there will be something practical yeah. to, to apply. And so for us, just the, the step of checking the passports, we're all ready to go. We didn't have any kind of money for this trip. Uh, we didn't have a lot of things, but the one thing we could do, that first step of faith. And once we did that, that often will unlock the next step and the next step. And so uh, after that, we had a lot of different friends of ours ring us up or come and visit us in the next week or two saying, I was praying for you. What's this about Australia? <laughs> and, and, and people that there didn't know each other. So yeah. there was confirmation and there was confirmation. And uh, so we started to realise this is a thing. This is going to happen. It often happens, isn't it, when God's speaking and mm. then he uses, he says it two or three times. I yeah. Think, and there's safety in that kind yeah. of in numbers. Yeah. You don't just go and pack your bags and wait outside for the angel yeah. to I know, that's to come scary. I know, you yeah. hear some of those stories. You know. <laughs> but I'll also say too that with someone like you, Andy, you've had a proven track record of hearing from God in the smaller things. Mm. I often say it's, there's, there's um, like any relationship, it's over time that we learn to hear from God in yeah. those kind of yeah. radical things. One of the heartbeats of this particular podcast is we were talking mm. about the topic um, and probably one of the surprising things for me hearing God is the journey of wanting to hear God about things like what's God's direction for my life, what's mm. God's plan. But then he started talking about things that were under the surface of my heart mm. and digging deeper about who I was and all my fears and insecurities. And I've realised since then as I've reflected on it, 
And as we've even talked about it, how much God is interested in speaking to us about those hidden things. Mm. And that, that God conversations is a lot about that area of life. And in that context, sometimes that's perhaps why we uh, get scared mm. of going, God, speak to me. You know, what if God starts speaking to me about things I don't want to hear? Yeah. How does that look like for you? I think my priorities have changed. I think uh, I used to pray about uh, fruit in the ministry. I used to pray about, oh, God, um, give me this nation or that nation. And, and they're all good things. They're in the Bible. I can back that up. But as I've gone along, I've, I've realised if I'm going to have ministry, if I'm going to have an expression, it's got to be the fruit of something deeper. I actually just need to be a lover of Jesus and any kind of... Uh, authority in public needs to flow from an intimacy in private. So what does that look like for you? For me, I suppose, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that, you know, getting beneath the surface. You're an Aussie macho guy. Love what it. does God talk to you about at the heart level? Yeah, so so for me, on a heart level, it's it's about my beliefs, my feelings, it's about I've been saved, but he's still saving me. Yeah. You know, that's the difference between the justification and the sanctification or the or the transformation or the transfiguration. That's it's the there are places in my heart that I'm still hiding from God. Which is the genesis. Do you want to share what that looks like for you? Yeah, definitely. Um I suppose anything that I'm not understanding that I'm loved, I'm um, affected by fear. In the same way as Genesis 3, you know, they, they heard God and for, for the first time ever they hid. Mm. Um, mm. In the chapter before that, they were naked and they were not ashamed. Mm. Suddenly there was a shame going on. And, and so fear makes me hide from God, yeah. whether I know it or not. And, and it's the stuff I don't know at this point. I, I'm a servant of God. I'm, I've given him my absolute yes, but that un, absolute yes continues to unfold and, and he continues to show me, you don't believe the right thing about that. You don't, you don't see yourself the way I see you there. Mm. You're afraid there. Mm. You get anxious when that person walks in. You don't understand how loved you are. And I think for me personally, it will be uh, probably the the mission of my life to realise that I am loved mm. completely. I think that's um, profound. Mm. I think, and I think that's one thing I love about your ministry, Andy, because it's not just about doing, it's mm. about being, it's about being known and knowing and being loved and loving. And I, I, I remember when I first started going on the God Conversations journey, probably the first few years, only the only things that God seemed to talk about was my issues. And I'm like, ah, what about your plan for my life? What about doing this and the great thing here? And he's talking, yeah, what about your insecurity about mm. who you are? You know, you've prayed all these things, but in your heart you don't believe them. Yeah. And you're, you have a performance orientation on you. Mm. You're trying to be, get love by by doing things, getting A pluses on everything. Mm. And I just remember kind of like, is this, is this it? You know, yeah. because and interesting since then, you know, the God conversation story has answered those questions about what I'm 
called to do. And, you know, he tells me, he shows me things about where I live and all those exciting things that we tend to pray for. But actually, I think that probably God's priority is relationship. Mm. And it's from that that transformation happens. Then it's from that that we actually do what we're called to do. Mm. And I think we've got it. The opposite. The opposite, haven't we? Yeah. Such great insights, Andy. We'll be back again with Andy Wallace straight after this break. Have you ever heard one of those stories about someone who thought they heard from God, but they actually didn't? Then there's all the damage and fallout that goes with it. We know that God speaks, but how do we know it's His voice we're hearing and not something we made up ourselves? The good news is that Jesus promised His people we'd be able to know His voice and follow it. Just like the Bible characters who've gone before us, we can learn to recognise His voice. The Other Side of the Conversation series is designed to take you step-by-step through the biblical teaching on hearing God's voice, as well as plenty of practical tips that you can apply in the context of your local church. We've worked really hard to create an excellent resource that has been used in churches all around the world and has the potential to change your life. The box set includes a documentary-style DVD with six 15-minute episodes, plus a guidebook for individual or small group use. You can buy it online from Curon Books in Australia, Manor in New Zealand, or at the godconversations.com store. Remember, the ability to hear God's voice is given to everyone who chooses to follow Jesus. It was never meant to be a one-way conversation. Welcome back to God Conversations with Tanya Harris. We have a very special guest in the studio with us today, Pastor Andy Wallace, who has been ministering in Denmark. And we've been talking about this topic about God Conversations and what it means to get up close and personal with the Holy Spirit. What does the Holy Spirit talk about when we let Him speak whatever He wants to say? So how do you think you're different because you heard from God? I think that my behaviour flows from my identity whether i whatever i believe about myself that's the that's what i'm going to express to the rest of you um and so i think that when i believed a false gospel or a half gospel or a gospel that had works in it or a gospel that was uh well my spirit's saved but my soul's still evil and my body's still evil so it's two against one so holy spirit's going to have to come and even up the when I when I thought myself dirty and a sinner, why would I want to hear from God? So true. Why it? why would I why would I not hide from God? It's that it's that whole what thing you see yeah. in Genesis, isn't it? It's not until I started to believe I am holy. I yeah. am born again. He didn't fix me, he replaced me. Tell me about a time when God actually spoke to you about what did he say? How did he say it? The first time I remember him speaking to me, uh, I was 13. I was going through teenage angst. So obviously, like, the hormones were, were going. But I was, I was going through a bit of a, a, uh, a depression. And I'm going to sleep. And um, I remember just saying, God, who am I? And I fell asleep. And I don't know if it was minutes or hours later, but all of a sudden I am wide awake and uh, on high alert. And it's not good. There's no peace. Something's happening. And I find myself getting out of bed and I kneel in the middle of my room 
And whether it was in the spirit or it was real, what I, what I saw, and this is the first ex- spiritual experience that I'm having, these things walk into my room and they start circling me like sharks. I don't know how I know, but they are there to intimidate me. And they're walking around and they're starting to tell me things about myself. And it's all true. You're this and you're that and you're that and you're that. And then the, uh, one of them kneels down and looks at me and he says, I know Jesus and I know Paul, but who are you? And something inside of me burst out like a volcano, like an anger. And I said, do you know who I am? I'm a child of God. I've been bought with a price. I'm a new creation. I'm anointed. And I start telling this thing, all these things I didn't know I knew, Tanya. Deep in my, it's like my spirit knew things that my head didn't know. Mm -hmm. And as I'm telling him, I said, that's who I am. Who are you? Get out in Jesus' name. And he didn't, you know, they didn't like explode into flames or anything. They, they just went, hmm, and they walk, walked so on out. you had a bit of a, an encounter with the enemy in your... In right? Your, yeah. But then, but then the peace of God came back. Yeah. And the first thing I've ever heard from God in words, that's who you are. And it changed me. Yeah. And it defined me. Yeah. And I can't be untold that. Yeah. It's, I, I think that when you hear from God, that's his words are powerful. Mm. And if you receive it in your heart, that's, I often say, um, you know, there's a great analogy in one of the old time prophets where he talks about eating God's words and digesting them until Mm. they become a part of you. And that's what Jesus said when we don't live by bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Yeah. And that's the power of hearing from God. It changes us, isn't it? Yeah. I I can be talked out of a an argument, but I can't really be talked out of an experience with God. It is what it is. So say I'm one of those people who I've been listening to the podcast. I'm like, yeah, that's that's great. You've had that experience, Andy. Um, And I want to hear more from God, but I'm a little bit reticent about Mm. what God might say. You know, that whole thing of God speak to me um, and make sure you tell me this. Mm. (laughs) Or God speak to me and Whatever you want to say, I'm listening. Yeah. But I'm scared. How do I push through that enough to actually let the Holy Spirit say what the Holy Spirit wants to say mm. and to really start? I, you know, the Holy Spirit is described as a counsellor. Mm. So it's like going to counselling. And that's fairly intimidating for many of us because we don't, we're happy to hide ourselves. Yeah. All that, that, that sin and woundedness and whatever else is the ugly stuff under there. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, what advice would you give me? I would give you the advice that more than knowing that you're loved, God wants you to understand and and, uh, become who you are. He's going for your identity, that you are loved and you are safe Mm. and he made you Mm. and he's going to look after you. And all the self-defences that you put up, they're actually the bush that Adam and Eve were hiding behind and it's time to come out. It's, mm. it's time for us to come out of hiding. And I believe that there is deliverance, mm. you know, from fear. Mm. Don't face your fears, face his mm. love, because mm. perfect love will drive out all fears to the point you wouldn't be able to find them anymore. Yeah. It will change who you yeah. are. 
It's a step of faith, isn't it? Believing it, yeah, that faith it is. is just believing that God is a, is good and a rewarder of those. Yes. So to actually say to God, God, speak to me, whatever you want to say. I I, I come out of hiding. Mm. That takes courage and it takes faith, but the faith is based in the fact that God is good. Yeah. Not in the fact that God condemns. Even when Adam and Eve sinned, God still went looking. Where are you? And interesting thing about that story, Andy, I find that afterwards he then clothed them. Yeah, he did. Found a way through, you mm. know, didn't, the sin was, dealt with the junk. Yep. And then clothed them, well, covered yeah. their shame and then, and didn't let them be exposed. I, I think the beauty of the Holy Spirit is that mm. the heart is healing, mm. wholeness, freedom. Yes. Why would you, why wouldn't you invite the Holy Spirit to speak into those areas? That's right. I, I think too, and just, it's been awesome speaking to you, Andy, and the, one of the reasons why it's, it's so lovely to have you on the podcast is because I deeply respect your ministry because you operate out Thank of you. a beautiful sense of humility and self-awareness about who you are. You're very, you can see that you've done the healing work behind the scenes and you're genuine. You minister out of who you are and there's a consistency there and there's a beauty and a power Thank in you. that. Uh, you know, Pastor Andy is an incredibly powerful preacher. Wherever he goes, he sees miracles and healings and he prophesies and the power of God is on him. But even more than that, you you are whole in who you are because you've done the hard work behind the scenes. And I just want to encourage you if you're listening today, um, this is a weird season of life. We are very much cut off from what we would normally do. We're not out there as much. So we have a lot more time on our own. Mm. And this is like the perfect opportunity to get alone with God and just to have the courage to say, Holy Spirit, speak to me, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Um, and deal with some, do some inner work in yeah. me in this season. This is a brilliant opportunity. Show me, search my heart, God. Help mm. me to know who who I am, yeah. who's my identity, yeah. so that I can be able to say to the enemy, this is who I am. Yeah, that's right. This is what I'm called to do. That's right. Because that's what... God Conversations is all about. Jesus said, my people hear my voice, they mm. follow. And being a disciple means being led into freedom, yep. into wholeness, yep. dealing with our stuff so that we can be all that we're called to be. Amen. Been awesome to have you on the show today, Andy. Do you want to pray for us before we close Please. today? That would be fantastic. Yeah, so Father God, to everyone who's listening, God, I, I thank you, Lord, that the invitation has gone out for us to come out of hiding out of hiding and to be clothed in your presence, to be clothed in your righteousness, to be clothed in your glory. And, and more than words, Father, I pray, Lord, that there will be an impartation, God, just wherever people are, Father, that more than a, a cerebral knowing, mm. <laughs> I thank you that, uh, that you're coming with a real experiential love of God that is going to heal people's emotions. It's going mm. to drive out fear, Father, anyone who's been bound, God, any offences that have been taken. You're wooing us back to yourself. You're wooing us back. You are the pursuer. <laughs> you are the one who chases us down with your love, Father, and I thank you, Lord, Amen. in Jesus' yes. name for the miracles that flow out of this good news that we are saved and we are looked after and we are loved. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thanks heaps, Andy. Thank you for letting me come. Good on to have your podcast. chat. Before you go, mm. Andy writes some fantastic music. He's a brilliant worship leader. Where can I get your music? You can find my music on Spotify, Apple Music. Andy Clark Wallace. Andy Wallace. Andy Wallace. Yes. He looks a bit like Jesus. If you have a look <laughs> at his photo, or a bit of the if you've heard of Keith Green. 
Hey. Look, it has that kind of vibe about Whoa. him. Uh, I know, seriously. A Biggest compliment I ever. Thank so you Spotify so is where I go? Yes, my first album, um, All Things New. What's the song new. I'm looking for? All Things New is my first album. My second one is Motives. I've just done a new album with my wife called Heaven Here. Hannah awesome. Wallace, Andy Wallace, Hannah Wallace. Get Worship that into power your, couple. It's a get real that into thing. your ears. It's very anointed as <laughs> <laughs> you're driving along the road. Thanks for the plug. So great to have you on the show today. God bless you. Have a wonderful week and remember to keep listening for those God conversations. Great to have you on the show today. Don't miss the next episode by subscribing on iTunes. Search for God Conversations with Tanya Harris and click subscribe. While you're there, leave us a review so others can learn to hear God's voice too. 